there enough time for Alex Ovechkin to catch Wayne Gretzky? Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked on Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. I would love to talk Capitals hockey with you one-on-one, and we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about Alex Ovechkin. We talk about the Capitals. And is there ultimately a way that we can fix what's ailing Alex Ovechkin? We'll talk about that in the show. A little bit later, we will talk about how the Capitals take down the Hurricanes in the shootout. But just to get it going here, we will talk about what is wrong with Alex Ovechkin thus far. You know, it's easy to say, and I hear this oftentimes on social media, that he's going to do it sooner or later. He's going to kick it into gear, and this will all be forgotten. But the problem is now is that he is so far behind where he was projected to be. It is going to be difficult for him to do anything uh, this season. If Even if he went on a tear right now, um, it, it would be very difficult. And, you know, if you take a look at historically... Players generally don't get better as they age. In fact, there are a lot of hockey players, NHLers, that have already hung it up at Ovechkin's age of 38. So it is going to be an uphill battle for him, suffice it to say. But what I do know for sure is through 28 games played, he has five goals. Yes, that's right. Alex Ovechkin, who's number two all-time in goals, has only scored five goals through 28 games. And he does have 12 assists. He is getting production. It's not like he is a dead man walking out there, but this is a far cry from the Alex Ovechkin that we're used to seeing. And there was quite a big article that was put out about the athletic uh, and what is uh, you know going on with Alex Ovechkin and can it be fixed and what's behind it and where he's projected to score this year. If you take a look at it, 15 goals, That's all Alex Ovechkin is on pace to finish the 23-24 season at this rate. That is quite astounding if you take a look at it. If we want to take a look at 2022, he scored 42 goals. 2021, 50 goals. 2020, which was a shorter season, 24 goals. And in 2019, 48 goals. 2018, 51. You see what I'm getting at here. That It does appear that there is something wrong with Alex Ovechkin. We could say that it is the power play, uh, that the power play we know isn't as dialed in as it has been in previous years. We know that. Uh, Another thing that's coming into focus is the players that are playing around him. How much does this have to do with Nick Backstrom not being in the equation? 
How much does it have to do with alternating between Dylan Strom and Evgeny Kuznetsov? Um, that's some of the questions that we'll try to answer tonight. It is a bit of a, a tough thing to answer. And, and, you know, make no mistake about this. I'm not here to disparage Alex Ovechkin. I wish nothing more than he would go on a tear and just light it up. But it, things appear to be a bit off. Had he stayed on pace with expectations to start the season, he'd be looking at a potential 36 goals. But now his projection is 15 Taking a look at him historically, he's never fallen below the 20 goal mark. Um, so it is interesting to see, you know, what is wrong. You know, I've, we've heard equipment. I've speculated that he might be injured. Um, the first time in his career, he's gone 13 straight games without a goal. And, you know, the funny thing to watch it is that he is getting opportunities. It's just that I think that it's easier to read. Um, even though I hear all the time that they, they're trying to shake things up, you know, and make it less predictable. Ultimately, he always settles into the office, which is the left dot on the power play. Most of the times, I know we've seen him up in the bumper position and that kind of thing. But ultimately, you know, he's got his stick in the air, ready to receive the puck. And it's just they're seeing it from a mile away. Have you ever heard about a quarterback where the guys can read his eyes because the quarterback is looking right where he's going to throw the football? The same thing is going true for Alex Ovechkin here is he's got his stick up in the air for that one-timer or slap shot, and they're reading it a mile away. So what are some of the other things that are getting drawn into focus is that for years, especially on the power play, there was a lot of great talent on the power play. There's not as much great talent on the power play this year. So uh, what it's turning out to be is that he's getting you know double or maybe triple covered out there, and it's being difficult for him to find the back of the net. A lot of his shots are getting blocked, but even more worrisome for me is a lot of them are being shot wide. You know, so that that is a bit of an interesting thing. Only three uh, goals that he scored this year are with a goaltender in net. That is quite a stat there as well. He has just one five-on-five five goal on the season. Even if he can turn it around and start scoring, he's too far behind where he's supposed to be at this point and you know taking a look at it how where they had him projected before the season started before we saw the decline of Alex Ovechkin is they had him projected the season of the 2024-2025 season well that is going to get bumped out substantially just based on how he's playing uh this year and you know to the people that are going to say he's going to do it there just there is not enough time this season for him to turn it around unless he just went on this immense tear, which doesn't look like it's going to be the case. Now, there is an exception to the rule, and I'll talk about this in the next segment, is if they went out and they got another great center or someone that's good at feeding him the puck, because as it stands right now, it does not appear that Strom, it doesn't appear that you know necessarily Kuznetsov, they're definitely not what Nick Backstrom once was. Um, so this is quite an about phase for Ovechkin that we're not used to seeing. Uh, Ovi isn't getting any younger. Like I said, 38 years old. Many players have hung it up by this point, but usually a decline is more gradual. So what's behind Ovi's sudden decline? Players historically pl play better in their mid-20s. They decline in their 30s and a steep decline in their late 30s. How old is Alex Ovechkin? 38 years old. So to say that he's going to get better um, would kind of defy you know, statistics, analytics that he's going to be able to do it. Is, am I going to say that it's going to be impossible? No. And if you listen to Connor McMichael, if you listen to Tom Wilson, they have 
their captain's back, you know, like never count him out. And I'm not counting him out. I'm just saying that I'm worried. And I think that's okay to say. I think that, you know, some fans feel like they need to dig their heels in and say, I am going to protect him and I'm going to stand by him. Even if he doesn't score another goal this season, he's Alex Ovechkin, dang it. Yeah, kind of. But I think that what's worrisome is I'm actually quite concerned about Alex Ovechkin. I'm not, I'm not here to dismiss him. This isn't like, you know, I'm hating on him. I actually wish him nothing but the best. I just wish we could figure out ultimately is what, what is wrong with him. Ovi scored a lot of his goals on the power play. What has struggled this season, about 37% of his goals per season on average have come on the power play at his best power play scoring has made up to 50% of his goal total. So as the power play struggles, as does Alex Ovechkin, but that's the thing. How do you turn it around? So far, he just has one power play goal. A thing that has been his bread and butter for so many years is something that has eluded him thus far. Ovi drives the scoring engine when it comes to the PP. What's changed this season? Ovi converted on only 2.6 of his shots on the power play when he's generally closer to about 15%. The quality of his shots is better than last year's with an individual expected goal rate of 2.3 per 60. This data is via hockey viz. So there's no disputing it. So unless you are a person that is just like, I'm standing by Ovechkin, like, you know, you got a candle in the air, like, I'll never forget Alex. Look at the data. The data is indisputable that he is not where he needs to be. And if this team wants any chance of doing greater things we need Alex Ovechkin engaged. Again, take a look at the 2021 season. Where would the Capitals be minus 50 goals? The 2022 season, where would the Capitals be without 42 goals? So far, he's only scored five. Does that not, that not worry you yet? Um, I, I, that worries me immensely. And the thing of it is, is there's nothing in the air that makes me believe that something is going to change here. As the games go by, they go by, and you're like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And even if he has a game where he scored a goal, maybe two goals, it's still a far cry from the Alex Ovechkin that we are used to seeing. Um, And that's what is concerning about it. About 30% of the wingers' unblock attempts have missed the net. Just under 32% of his attempts have been blocked this season, which is pretty close to last season. The Caps used to have more talent on the power play, so now they can devote more attention to Ovi, which, let's be honest, we know he'll get set up from his office the majority of the time. We've seen him try to mix it up, but his office at the left dot fits him like a hand in a glove. So what are some of the biggest things that's, you know, bugging Alex Ovechkin I talked about off the top is we are really starting to see the impact of Nicholas Backstrom drawn into focus. Uh, To some people that said, you know, Nick Backstrom, he's this, he's that. He was a key piece with Alex Ovechkin's success. Some may say he might not be the player he is today if he was not playing with Nick Backstrom. And some people, I've I've heard some people say, you know, Dan, he has nothing to do with it. It's all been Ovi. Well, uh, you know, what we're seeing now drawn into focus is the huge impact of Nick Backstrom serving up those sweet saucer passes to Ovi. Uh, again, it's something you know that we'll look at as a great uh, one-two punch for the Capitals. Slap shots aren't used as often, and when they are, you can see them from a mile away. Ovi has his stick in the air 
ready to receive the pass, like I talked about off the top there. Um, it's usually Sandine or Carlson teeing him up from the point. Um, what else is going wrong? A higher percentage of his shots have missed the net compared to last year, and more have been blocked by opponents too. So that is what is worrisome uh, for me. How is he going to shake the snow globe up to you know to finally break loose and start scoring goals? And is does he have it within him to go on such a tremendous tear that he's going to salvage this season? As it stands right now, he is going to need a new contract to catch Gretzky. And do you think that's going to be easier when he's 40 years old? Do you think Alex Ovechkin is going to be scoring 40, 50 goals, 30 goals at, at 40 years old? I really don't think that that's the case. And it's, it's kind of set off a red alarm, a siren in my head that I don't know if he can do it. And I'm not here to disparage him. I'm just saying that I'm really concerned about if he can do it. And I would love nothing more than for Alex Ovechkin to catch Wayne Gretzky and then pass Wayne Gretzky. I just don't know if there's enough runway ahead of him. All right, so coming up here after the break, can we fix what's ailing Alex Ovechkin? What needs to get done? I'll talk about that coming up. Shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. And let me tell you something. One of the things that's frustrating for me is when I see my favorite band come to town or my favorite sporting event, I can't find tickets Game time makes it easy, and it's even more important now as Christmas approaches as you can take $20 off your first purchase. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On has launched the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, in this next segment here, we're going to talk about, can we fix what's wrong with Alex Ovechkin? We have kind of laser focused in on what's wrong, the power play. Um, Is it possible that the Capitals need to bring someone in, a trade, an acquisition of some sort that is going to be more what Alex Ovechkin needs? As it turns out, on the power play, it has not been that great. The power play in general has not been that great, but who has driven the engine for the power play for the longest time is Alex Ovechkin. Um, And if he is not getting that kind of production, should they move him to a different position? I hear all the time Spencer Carberry says, we're trying different things. We're moving him here. We're moving him here, there. I think they need to nearly abandon that bumper, or excuse me, that left dot position where he has set up for the longest time. People know it. And for the longest time, the goalies knew it was coming. The defensemen knew it was coming. And there was nothing they could do to stop it. There is now 
So being that that is a known thing, what are we going to do? What is Brian McClellan? What is Spencer Carberry? When I say we, I mean the Capitals. What are they going to do to fix it? I don't want him to continue to, to struggle. I think that ultimately has what it takes. I don't think that Father Time has hit him in the jaw just between this last season and this season. Something doesn't make sense. Uh, the biggest thing, like I talked about in the first segment, is Nick Backstrom. Huge, huge piece. Tough part, we'll probably never see him play hockey, at least this year. Uh, it's been said that he is skating around MedStar Ice Complex, but he's doing it in his street clothes, like sweatpants on. So uh, he is a long ways away. So it's going to be interesting to see if they can pick up a center, or is there a center they could put on that top line to get him going? As it turns out, you know, Strom is not the guy. Kuznetsov is not the guy. And I don't know if we have someone in-house that is the guy that they might have to make a big acquisition in the offseason or during the middle of the season, whatever the case might be, to get Alex Ovechkin focused scoring goals. We need Alex Ovechkin to score goals. Like I talked about, you know, the previous years, 50 goals, 40 goals. That's a lot of goals, not to mention, you know, Evgeny Kuznetsov and this team as a whole that's not scoring goals. And one of the things that's frustrating for me is to hear people, talking heads, that kind of thing, say, well, Alex Ovechkin's not scoring goals. Nobody's scoring goals on the Capitals. You know, you take a look at Strom, you take a look at Wilson. Other than that, not a lot. If you have kids at home, that's like saying, son or daughter, could you please eat your vegetables? And they say, hey, dad, sister, she's not eating her vegetables either. I don't care. I want you both to eat your vegetables. I want this whole team to score goals. But it's going to be more of an attainable thing if you can get the, the guys that do it the best, Alex Ovechkin, calling Alex Ovechkin, your table's ready. We need you to start scoring goals. And part of it, I think, is what I've talked about before, him being caught up in his own head. Every interview, when are you going to catch Gretzky? Are you going to catch Gretzky? Blah, 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 blah. Night and day, day and night, 24-7. When are you catching Gretzky? And he got so frustrated that he said, listen, a bigger goal for me is this Capitals team to win another Stanley Cup, kind of to deflect that whole comment. So I think the biggest thing is he is frustrated much in the same way that Anthony Mantha was last season. I just think that if he can break through, if he can break down the barriers in front of him, that there's a chance, but he has such a deficit in front of him. He is so far behind the eight ball this year that it is going to be difficult. I mean, just if I was going to tell you to start the season, you know, how many goals do you think Alex Ovechkin is going to get? I heard 37, 40, 50. If I would have told you 15, you would have laughed right in my face, and I would have laughed in your face. I'd been like, Alex Ovechkin, maybe you're not too familiar with him. Maybe you take, better take a look at the back of his hockey card and know what kind of player he is. But that's where the Capitals are at. That's where Alex Ovechkin is at. My belief on it right now is they do need to go out and get that big-name center or a complimentary piece that is going to get him off the schneid. He can't do it all alone. And again, there's just, it's too, you know, it's too crazy that he got so much worse between last season and this season. Uh, the biggest difference is minus Nick Backstrom. And I know that oftentimes they didn't play on the same line together, but historically they need a Nick Backstrom type player. They need to maybe reimagine the power play. Obviously, it's not getting done, and it's not just Alex Ovechkin. The power play itself is, is pretty bad this year, um, and I don't think I'm saying anything too novel this, that, to say that. So maybe they need to 
find a player that is going to help accommodate uh, Alex Ovechkin in his goal of scoring goals. And it's an easier thing said than done. Well, heck, I'm just going to go ahead and do that. So there are some questions. Max Pacioretty's coming here. What kind of role is he going to take on with his team? Um, the potential is there for him to be a huge piece on this team, but he's he's not a centerman. So um, I, that's not necessarily going to be the solution. It might help the overall picture, but they need someone that is serving up Ovechkin, and he ultimately needs to find a, to, a way to beat the shots that are blocked. He needs to work on his accuracy. That, as we've talked about, a lot of his shots are getting shot wide. That is what needs to change. So the biggest thing is I do think that the Capitals can fix what ails Alex Ovechkin. He just needs a complementary piece, and potentially that could help what is ailing the great eight. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about how the Caps took down the Hurricanes in the shootout. How did they get it done? I'll talk about that coming up. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And let me tell you something, guys. If you're not someone that's that into gambling... Try putting a little bit of money on the game. Open up the FanDuel app. Put a little bit of money on the upcoming Ravens game, the upcoming Commanders game. It makes watching the game that much more exciting. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every day, you'll have to excuse me as I am dealing with a bit of a cold here, runny nose. Yesterday, I didn't have a voice at all, so I'm trying my best to make my way through this show. Uh, so just bear with me here. So the Capitals take down the Hurricanes in the shootout, and it was a, a good game for the Capitals, one of the better ones. And they had to find a way to overcome as the Hurricanes defense is what I would call stifling. It was difficult to get any production, uh, kind of a, a total different game than the Nashville Predators game, but it was one heck of a game. Um, if you take a look at it, the Capitals have a record of 27-3, and their last 30 road games against Carolina dating back to 09-10, Washington's 20 road wins versus the Hurricanes are the most in the NHL over that span. So uh, suffice it to say, the Capitals have the Hurricanes number. And, uh, you know, Rod Brindamore, uh, that he has that team dialed in. There are a lot of key pieces on there, but the Capitals were up for the challenge. And, you know, Darcy Kemper is not taking the role as number two goalie on the team, I guess is what's kind of being circulated out there lightly as he played one heck of a game. Darcy Kemper playing huge and making a case to not name the number one goalie yet. He made 28 saves. We do know that Charlie Lingren had started four of the last five. Darcy finished the night with 27 saves on 28 shots. He is 13 for 13 in shootouts this season. So a luxury for the Capitals suffices to say, as they have two really great options in net. That's just on the big team. I've talked about it nauseam, what they have down in Hershey and what they have for the Stingrays. There is a plethora of options where I don't think the Capitals will be 
you know, looking for a goalie anytime soon. They are just sitting in a really great position. Darcy Kemper has posted a record 2-0-0 with a 1.44 goals against average and a .952 save percentage over his last two starts dating back to December 10th at Chicago. Uh, so it is not a, an open and shut case about who the number one goalie is. It does appear that it's still Charlie Lindgren, but Darcy Kemper is making a case for himself saying, hey, have you forgot about who I am? Have you forgot about my Stanley Cup win? Not so fast. Uh, Kuzi doing what he does best, and that is scoring goals in the shootout. A little bit of a different one this time, as it wasn't the super slow-mo entry. It was pretty slow, but not the ultra-slow-mo entry, and it found the back of the net, catapulting the Capitals over the top. Kuzi doing great. Kuzi scored his 28th career uh, shootout goal against Carolina Kuznetsov, point four four. 28 goals on 63 shots. Shootout conversion rate ranks first in franchise history uh, with a minimum of 15 shots. So just Kuznetsov, I wouldn't say that he is totally dialed in, but he's getting contributions and uh, he's helping this team as there was a lot of questions about Kuznetsov, you know, being scratched and that kind of thing. It does seem that he is starting to find his way, at least, you know, kind of tying into his what he does best. And that is scoring goals, shootout goals in particular. Martin Faravari also finds Twine as he scored the lone regulation goal for the Caps. It marked the first time a defenseman scored for the Caps, which goes all the way back to November 22nd against the Sabres. Martin Faravari skated a season-high 23-34 against the Hurricanes in 23 games this season. Faravari has recorded five points, one goal, four assists, and ranks fourth on Washington and hits 51 and blocks 40. Martin Faravari, an unsung hero, Again, a name that you don't hear a lot, that you should hear a lot more. Uh, he it plays a huge role scoring goals, but not only that, blocks, hits, brings a physical brand of hockey, laying guys out. Um, I like Martin Faravari's brand of hockey in him. Finding the back of the net was even better. Tom Wilson recorded the primary assist on Faravari's game-tying goal, his eighth assist of the season. Wilson has recorded 9.6 goals, three assists. Uh, Dylan Strom also registered his sixth assist on the season on Faravari's goal, uh, and Sebastian Ajo was the lone hurricane to find the back of the net. So the Capitals playing a big game, uh, a turnaround as the game against the Predators was not as good, of course but steps in the right direction. I think the Capitals are finally buying into Spencer Carberry systems. Um, and when they do that, that is when they play the best. You can tell when they're not totally playing into his systems is when they kind of revert to their older style of play. And that is when this team struggles. Uh, but taking a look at it here, both teams were stifling defensively. Penalty kill also went five for five. The Canes are dangerous with some high-end scoring talent, so the Capitals selling out blocking shots, laying in front, Darcy Kemper in beast mode, blocking 14 shots and winning battles. It was the Capitals playing the way Spencer Carberry laid it out. Uh, with the two-point shootout victory, the Capitals improved to 7-2-1 against Metro teams, which is the highest point percentage in the division. In addition, Washington is 5-0-0 in second game back-to-backs. Capitals have off Monday, but they're back at it on Tuesday at practice. Let's hope this team can keep rolling. Let's hope that Alex Ovechkin can start finding the back of the net. I would love nothing more. When I make a statement like this, that Alex Ovechkin's not doing that great, 
I'm not happy about that. I'm just kind of telling you what's going on and my thoughts on what is going on. So what are some of the other things that we know is that Lucas Johansson was put on waivers today. And why is that? It is because ultimately it's my belief that Ethan Bear will be joining this team somewhat soon. I know that he is recovering from a shoulder surgery and it's probably not going to be in the next couple of days and it's still not 100% official. I'm not really quite sure what the hangup is on that, but it is nearly official that Ethan Bear will be joining this team. Uh, also, Joe Snively has got reassigned back down to Hershey, which indicates that uh, Milano or TJ Oshi uh, should be good to go. So encouraging signs for the Capitals as they take on uh, the Islanders next and they take on the Columbus Blue Jackets. So let's hope this team can keep it going. Let's hope Ovi can finally get it going so I can stop talking about why isn't Alex Ovechkin scoring goals. I really wish I could, I didn't have to talk about it, but it is a big story uh, covering this team. Listen, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, your only daily year-round podcast covering the Washington Capitals. And I want to thank all of you that listen on the audio side and watch this on YouTube. You are what makes this show successful. And when you're done here, head on over to Locked On's 24-7 streaming channel. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.